views and opinions expressed in the following podcast do not necessarily reflect those of the DBM Production Empire. That's how you know it's good. You're listening to the DBM Production Empire. DBMPE. Now celebrating 10 years on the air, online, and in your ears. Thank God, has it been that long? Jo- jo- join the millions of subscribers and be a part of the Empire today at www.dvmpe.com. Believers, it's David Hickney here. Um, Freak of the Week. Happy New Year. Uh, this is our first episode of 2019, and uh, I'm glad we're still going, getting the truth out there. Uh, today's a little bit of a of a different episode for Freak of the Week. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just me, Elizabeth, and Roger here. No, it is. E- no expert. No, no experts. Um, not well, until I get the extra security installed. Well, we're we're the experts, basically. Sure. I mean, we both know a lot about cryptozoology and we, the we world do. and so you i almost think, have a phd in it why do you i have, have a phd in it because i think that you you made up some stupid world toad that swallowed your goal or something instead of just going back to school i didn't make that up and what goal? yes you did the goal of getting your phd you had that goal you were oh very excited about it for a long time wait that was a goal yes do you not understand what the word goal means so you're it's not saying, just a soccer you're saying, term. You're saying Ted the Toad ate my goal. No, I'm saying that you gave up on your goal and used Ted the Toad as an excuse. I don't remember this goal. You don't remember wanting to get your PhD? You don't remember like eight years of college? I mean, I remember eight years of college. I mm-hmm. just don't remember the and goal And then dropping being out one semester short? I mean, I got married. Yes, you did get married. And then you were married for two years, and then you dropped out one semester short. Right, because we because wanted to start a family. We wanted to start a family, and you yeah, can't Sheila you can't I. go to school and have sex at the same time. I mean, it definitely cuts into the sex time. I'm I'm sure it does. I yeah. don't. I mean, let's so you, be real. So you failed on both of your goals then, uh, and that's why you had to make up the toad. A didn't make anything up. B Still don't remember getting my doctorate as a goal, but I am setting a goal today, day one of this year. I will find <sighs> Sheila this year. That is sure my goal. And, and if she wants to be found, right. you will find her. And I'm not failing on that goal. Once I find her, then we can start our family. So that's that's still ongoing. Yeah. You think you'd be a good father? I think I'm going to be a great father. I think Roger's going to be a fantastic uncle. Okay. Well, you don't want to be an aunt? 
I mean, I'd, I'd love to be an ant, but I think that you have a lot of work to do on yourself before you can bring another human being I'm kind of tired of doing work on myself. That's why I want to find my wife. You think you think another person can fix you? You don't think that you're responsible for yourself at all? I think I think as, as a as a married person, uh, it's the responsibility of both to make sure both are taken care of. It's the responsibility of both to make the marriage work, but you can't right. really have a good marriage until you yourself are happy being alone. It's kind of a fun conundrum that way. Happy being alone. Otherwise, you become codependent, which is unhealthy, which is something that you're very familiar with. Being codependent? Yes. How do you figure? Well, first, mm-hmm. you were very codependent with uh, this girl named Kara. That didn't work out. You met Sheila. Uh, then Sheila left you. So you became very- She didn't leave me. She was kidnapped by the mole people. You be- <sighs> no, she was not. Then you became obviously very codependent with me. And now you're what? pushing me away and becoming codependent with Roger. I haven't pushed you away. I got you a birthday cake. Great. That's not pushing you That's away. That's like normal human interaction and the only that you've had in about three years. I We have people here all the time. Strangers. I, I talk to people on the phone. That's all normal human interaction. <sighs> David. Look. What, are we going to do this Yeah, we have an episode that we want to do. All so right. this is an episode where we're, we're taking uh, any general uh, calls or questions from, from our, our listeners, our, from our true believers, uh, anything they want to ask about, whether it's a creature or... Or, or anything like that. Um, I think, actually, we do have a caller on the line right away. Uh, caller, what is your name and where are you from? Hi, my name is Peter Hunley. I'm calling from an undisclosed location. Hi, Peter. Hey, Pete. Hey, I'm calling partially in response to the ad placed in the DeKalb Chronicle. The, the, uh, yeah. the, the ad for the co-host wanted. Let me see if I get this right. Co-host wanted, must not have gone to Stanford, must believe in the Loch Ness Monster's brother, must be male. Um, yeah. Must be male? I don't remember that last part. You couldn't even just put an ad out there for any intelligent person? You had to go and be sexist? I I mean, we've had female experts on the show before. It's not like I don't appreciate female Why does your co-host need to be a man? Or uh, male? Uh, well, I just... Like, wait, what? Not David, I'm, if I must say, it sounds like you're having a great deal of trouble with your co-host. Uh, I... If I must, if I may say, I'm actually have my own podcast, uh, Misfits and Myths, and I had my problem with you know co-hosts in the past. I finally, finally settled on a good one. Uh, Rick, he's an older man, lives in my garage. I was wondering if you were still looking for another co-host. I so, could do this on the side. Um, well, the, this is a little awkward since mm-hmm. it's on 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 the show with with my co-host. You um, think that I didn't know that you put this ad out? I'm the one that mailed it in. I, uh, so the, the the role is as a counterpoint, so I need to make sure that you you would actually uh, bring a counterpoint to the show. I mean, um, well, absolutely, I would. Uh, what do you what do you think about um, sentient uh, bong water? Sentient bong water. Yeah, I listened to that episode, David. It was right. debunked years ago. There's no such thing as sentient bong water. Okay. There is, however, the sentient weed smoke. Sentient weed smoke. I've okay. been following your show quite closely, David. I've been following you closely. I How saw you at the Blue wait. Box Cafe earlier. Wait. I saw you at C2E2. Nice mask, by the way. Um, wait, how, how, like, how closely are you following me? 
I mean, I've been up against you a couple times now, and you've had no idea. Uh, like I said, I run my own show, Misfits and Myths. If you want to listen to it, you can find it on iTunes. Okay. And I have to say, I think I would be an excellent counterpoint to most of your topics because you have been grossly wrong on almost all of them. I just listened to the episode about the... What was it? Uh... Uh, uh, Dr. Marin, the, uh, the, the sentient space toad, something like that? Right. The Ted, the toad that yeah, lives in space yeah, and swallows eater. goals or yes. something? Yeah, I don't... yeah. That has been debunked by research about nine months ago. It's actually Cassandra, the recycling space snake. Oh, good lord. Um, uh, is this guy a stalker? Uh, well, you know, you put yourself out there for all these weirdos, one of them's gonna become attached. It also doesn't help that you had Elizabeth Marin give out your address uh, a few episodes ago. We bleeped out my address when we gave, like, that happened. Um, There is software to remove the bleep. Are you, you removed the bleep? Yes. Uh, He removed your bleep. Is this, is this, is this somebody that I should be worried about, Elizabeth? Yes. I I feel like it's, uh, what do you think, Roger, should I worry about this guy? Uh, Peter, I'm gonna. Yes. Hey, thanks, Peter. We'll be in yeah, contact. Yeah, I'm gonna we get, will, should I'll absolutely get, to get together. I'll see you again at Blue Box sometime, right? Uh, absolutely. Yeah. Sure. Bye. Bye, Pete. Um, Elizabeth, I, I... I tried to warn you. I... You don't listen to me. Uh, you don't make this harder than it is. I was gonna apologize, but now you're being this whole I told you so kind of person. Yes, well, someone has to tell you so. Yeah, but you don't have to be a jerk about it. Yes, I do. Why? You're a jerk to me constantly. I am the, the most loving brother you could have. No, no. You're I the only you, brother I have. I brought you a cake. You're not... Uh, I left the house. I love how, how you think that bringing me a cake one time I is borrowed undo, Mark's car. Undo all of the stress of the Some last Some would call decade. it stolen. Some would call it stolen. That's what I did. I did Grand Theft Auto for you because you're my sister. And if Mark wasn't too busy in the garage, he would have noticed that you stole the car, and I wouldn't have had to go into a panic. How often does he ever get out of the garage? I mean, besides when he was trying to cook food, Chinese food, from Yen Ken Cook. He gets out often enough. Yeah? Yeah, it's fine. Stop. We don't need to worry about him. I'm I'm worried about him. Well, I'm not worried worried about about him. I'm not worried about him. I'm worried about his lack of being in the house versus the garage. Would it be better if he was in the basement? No. No, not at Just all. Just checking. I don't want to talk to Mark. Okay. Then stop complaining. Fine. I think we have another caller. Yeah, uh, the little light's blinking. Yeah, caller, what, uh, what's your name and where are you from? Hi, um, I'm Brian, and I'm from Two Rivers, Wisconsin. Hey, Hi, Brian, Brian. from Two Rivers, Wisconsin. What's up? Uh, actually, this isn't so much of a question as it is a statement. Uh-huh. Uh, I, I, I've seen the mole people. What? I've oh, seen the mole right. people. Where and when and how? They were crossing the border into Canada. They were going from Wisconsin into Canada? Yes. Okay. And I, they, they had with her a, uh, an oddly shaped woman. What? Was her hair tangerine orange? I, I could not see her hair because they had a bag over her head. But I could see the shape of, of a woman. Was she as wide as she was tall? She was wider than she was tall. Oh my god, Sheila. If there was a bag over the person's head and they were oddly shaped, how could you tell it was a woman? Be- I, Sheila has boobs. Yeah, I saw boobs. You, you saw she, her breasts. Well, maybe not like I saw mean, the them shape of them. bare, but yeah. I mean, you can tell when someone has boobs. Can yeah, you? I mean, Always? I mean, unless well, they're really some small. some people. 
Yeah, it depends. Or really large. Like Gwen Stefani, I can't, I can't always tell, but I, I'm, I'm assuming. Right. So you assumed that you saw boobs. What's, it, what's it Gwen no, Stefani? No, I. No, I mean, I know I saw the shape of a boob on her on her sweater. Uh, it was a. It was a Christmas sweater too. It was really, it was really odd. Why, why do we, why are we talking about my wife's breasts? Are you sure it wasn't a man with gynomastia? What the hell? Gyno who? Gynomastia. No, I mean, why don't I'm you not just say sure. moobs? Why it's, you gotta be all fancy? Be- <sighs> but it was mole people though. I mean, that's the point of this call. I'm trying mole, to help people David out. A, so it was people with an excessive amount of moles because that's also a condition. No, they they were they were quite hairy and they were a little bit shorter, but they were very stocky, stocky yep. people. That sounds right. Yeah, sounds right. Short, stocky, hairy when, people. When, he just described you, David. I am not a mole person, Elizabeth. Are you crazy? Are you a mole person? No, of course not. I mean, you're short and you're stocky and you're hairy and you spend ninety nine percent of your life underground. You could be a mole person. Did you did you kidnap your own wife? No. God, I hope not. If I find out that Sheila is in a Sheila closet is somewhere not here. in this house. Oh my god. Seriously, Elizabeth, you you really think that of me? I don't know what to think of you, David. Roger is crying at how rude you are being to me right now. Mantises can't cry. Roger does. Roger does. David, David, this happened yesterday. So, I mean Yesterday. Yesterday. Okay. Please don't encourage him. We- Elizabeth, let's. Um, you're not going to tie me up and put me in the trunk, but uh, we need to go to the Wisconsin Canada border. Fine, but only if we can go to House on the Rock. Right. Okay, we can do that. And it's going to be very wet at the Wisconsin Canada border because Lake Superior is right in the middle of it. So just keep that in mind. I, I will. Yeah. I, so we'll probably have to rent a boat or scuba gear. I'd prefer a boat. It is, it is January, so it's going to be cold, yeah. Yeah, maybe Boat we could works. just skate across. I mean, it's a pretty big lake. I don't know if it's going to freeze all the way over. It's a great lake, Elizabeth. It's it is, a great lake? It is great. Lake. It is great. Yeah. Is it a superior lake? I mean, it is. It's a superior great lake. In mm-hmm. fact, it is the most superior, most great of the great lakes. Okay. I would definitely agree. Much better than Michigan. Lake Michigan. I, oh, God. That lake as long sucks. as it's not an eerie lake. No. I mean, that's where the, 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 the river trolls live. Oh, good lord! River Hudson trolls? isn't yeah, bad. But. Right along the edge, like the Cuy- where the Cuyahoga River goes into Lake Erie, that's where the river trolls live. Okay. Just saying. All right. Thank you so much, Brian. I, I we're gonna we're gonna find this stuff out. Awesome. We're not we're not going to Canada. Sheila. No. God, you're so mean. You're so mean sometimes, Elizabeth. It's like, for your own good, David. It's not for Sheila's own good. Sheila left you. She was taken. She was not taken. She left. Look, she was taken, and we, with Brian's help, have a particular set of skills that will help us get her back. Whatever. The light's blinking. All right, caller, uh, what's your name and where are you from? Oh, yeah, hi. Uh, I'm, I'm Ar- Arthur Vastrovinovich, um, and uh, I'm from uh, Nova Scotia in Ecuador. Hi, Ar- N- no- Arthur. Nova, Nova Scotia, Ecuador? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, everybody knows that. Yeah, sure. All right. Yeah, it's it's the smaller one. Um, uh, I I just wanted to say uh, hello to Roger. Um, he's uh, nodding back. He's waving. Yeah, so. yeah. Well, I I, I know because Roger Roger is the the true genius behind the show. Uh, I I I know I'm here to I'm I'm here to like unearth your scam because Wait, I did you say scam? 
You scam. Yeah, right, because uh, I know that insects are the ones who really rule the world oh and are, are running your show. Uh, uh, and you two are just human meat puppets, uh, not to be confused with the groundbreaking alternative band from the 80s. Uh, um, I, I just know that Ro Roger's the, the, the real one who, who's running everything. As detailed in my book, uh, Insects Rule the World, um, called Insects Rule the World. Um, and you can read all about it in my book. Um, you know Roger wasn't on season one, right? Uh, he, he was working behind the scenes, uh, and, and only waited until uh, the, the right moment to make his true self known. Is this, is this true, Roger? You, you are, you are just a pawn of the insect Illuminati. Insectonati? Insect Illuminati. That's really running the world. Yeah. And, and Roger is one of the, uh, uh, the, the, the heads of it. All hail Roger. Uh, Elizabeth, how did you find Roger? How did I find Roger? I, yeah. I, I got him from a breeder. A breeder? Yes. Where at? Uh, a mantis breeder. Uh, upstate. And, and when did you get him exactly? When did I get him exactly? Like, like how long before the season started? Um, just a few days. Okay, so how the hell was he controlling us even before then? Because the the mantis breeders, as as they are so called, uh, are actually working for the uh, insect Illuminati, and mm -hmm. and thoughts were placed into their minds that they should they should give Roger to you so that he could spread his word uh, to throughout the airwaves. Um, and they are also controlling uh, the government and Costco. And uh, they are the ones behind putting the electric eels in our drinking water. Wow. Roger. Is that why sometimes in the winter, uh, after I walk on the carpet in my slippers and I stick my hands under the faucet, I get shocked? Yes, that is exactly why that is the case. They are also I'm controlling sure the laws of gravity and Newton's second law of thermodynamics. Okay. I think we have to give... One more person a chance to speak on this because they are. The are you accused. going to let Roger talk? Yeah, Roger. Roger. Okay. W what do you have to say about this? Uh, wow. if, if if I may address address Roger directly um, in his own language, that is the best that the human tongue can do. Roger, what do you think about that? I, I don't know. I, I, I tend to believe Roger and, and what he's saying than over you. Don't be fooled by Roger. Uh, he is trying to control us all. Uh, he and the insect Illuminati, uh, they're coming to implant uh, visions of uh, dinosaurs in our head that were originally race cars. And, and one day there will be a conflagration wherein it will pass man against insects. And then the insects we're going, are going to take over and they're going to plant... Uh, plant, plant. Um, um, excuse me, do you... Could you just go to your medicine cabinet for me? I okay. Uh, uh, yeah, I'll just real quick. Okay. Okay. Can you open it up? Uh huh. All right. Do you see any any orange bottles with white caps that have your name on them? Uh, forty-two. Forty-two. It's okay. A it's yeah. a good number. What's the expiration date on them? Uh, uh, nineteen ninety-eight. Nineteen ninety-eight. Yeah. Okay. Um, I would suggest that perhaps yeah. you call the phone number on the bottle and see uh -huh. if you can get some refills on those. 
and then start taking them regularly. I, I don't use I don't use the telephone uh, because it's it it's being tapped uh, by the Rolling Stones. How are you contacting us now? Oh my God! Oh my God! You're on to me, Mom! Mom! Um, I just would like to point out that uh, Freak of the Week does not tolerate the slandering of uh, me or our co-host here, Roger. Um, I feel like I feel like. Uh, he was making up that part of it. I feel like the rest of it seemed accurate with the, I the, did the insect his Illuminati. Book. It's it's available on Amazon, and I think I may have to read it. Right, the insect Illuminati is a real thing, but no, Roger is obviously not a part of it. <sighs> Everyone, take your medication. It's very important. Unless it's been issued to you by someone who works for the government or has been in, uh, influenced by the government, then don't do it because it's full of stuff that's going to mess with your mind. Take your medication. We're, we're going to take a, a, a break to hear from our sponsors, and then we'll be back with more calls from you guys, the true believers. All right, Roger, you, you're going to get your chance here, so go ahead. You've always wanted to read the ad copy for, for an episode, so I'm letting you do it right now. Go ahead and, and tell the true believers about our sponsor. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, that does sound good. Nice job, Roger. That was really good ad copy. Don't forget to mention the website. Yep, there you go, True Believers. Make sure you buy their stuff. Welcome back, True Believers. Uh, we're we're here on this very special episode of Freak of the Week where it's uh, uh, a chance for our callers to come back, give back to us and, and ask any questions they have of me, Elizabeth, Roger, mm-hmm. or of any of their experiences. Um, Elizabeth, uh, I feel like... Uh, you you tend to have a very negative opinion about our callers on this show. I just think a lot of our callers uh, need a lot of help. I have a negative opinion of them, except for some of the angry ones. But you know, I feel like though, like if it's if you're the only one that thinks something is weird and everybody else is in agreement that it's not, I'm not the only one. You just surround yourself by like-minded people. I let anybody call in. It's not like I have a filter that only allows people that are that agree with me to call in i think your show uh scares a lot of people that have are of sound mind and body well i think it scares a lot of people that are part of 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 the the structure of society that we have which restricts human knowledge and and human freedom and i think that scares people because we are kind of the rebel I haven't been restricted in knowledge or, well, I'm a woman, so a little bit of freedom. Right, right. That's my point. That's that's society as a whole. Well, that's why we're trying to rebuild society. We're trying to rebuild society with this show, a society of freedom and knowledge. You really think that this show is rebuilding society? I know this show is rebuilding society. To put faith in nonsense? It's not nonsense. Is it any different than religion? We have, we have... Proof. We have evidence every episode. We have experts every episode. You don't have experts and proof. You have mentally unstable people. That's very different. I, you use that like just a blanket term. Like everybody that disagrees with you is mentally unstable. Not everyone that disagrees with me is mentally unstable. People that hallucinate and don't take their medication, they are mentally unstable. <sighs> well, well. Hopefully, you'll get be convinced by some of, some more of our callers. Before we get to a caller, uh, we did get a, a comment online when we posted about this. Um, one person uh, asked, uh, Patrick H. asked, uh, or said, I'd love to hear more about, about Bachelor's Grove Two-Headed Monster. The Bachelor's Grove Two-Headed Monster. That's yeah. Bachelor's Grove. That's somewhere near Chicago, isn't it? I believe so, yes. So, do, okay. you, do you know about this Two-Headed Monster? 
I actually, I, I do not. So it, it's it's a monster that lives in Bachelor's Grove, and it's got two heads, obviously. Uh, well, that um, seems pretty apparent. And the, the heads title. have two different personalities. Wow. They, they actually think they're cousins, the two heads. The heads have two different personalities. Yeah, they think they're cousins. Does Once, one lie and one always tells the truth? No, that's ridiculous. They, they mm, both live insane. their own truths. But they, they think they're cousins. One's name is Larry, and the other's name is Balky. And, and one has a really heavy, weird accent that you can't really put your finger on. Mm-hmm. And the other one is very neurotic. Okay. And, and and what happens is people go out to Bachelor's Grove and they see this two-headed monster. And, and, and it's always bickering and arguing with itself and not agreeing with itself because the two personalities just don't fit together. They're kind of an odd couple. Um, an so, odd couple. Yes, they're an odd couple. Uh, okay. Like, you know, like the play. Right. I yeah. got the reference. Yeah. But um, and so it it tends to freak people out. There's it's a harmless creature, but it well, it, some worry that it might harm itself because if 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 Larry ever has too much of Balky, he might stab Balky, which is also himself. That's unfortunate. Yeah, it is unfortunate, and and it, it really is because I feel like it, Balky, even though he's always getting in the way of Larry, it seems like he's actually teaching Larry things about being a real human being and being a good person but larry kind of doesn't realize that until like the very end of the day i feel like you're talking about us i wasn't but i mean i mean yeah you're kind of a larry oh i'm the larry yeah you're definitely the the larry Larry. i'm much more of a balky sure sure you are anyway i think we have a caller caller uh what is your name and where are you from yes hi uh yes hi uh my name is alan simon Alan Simon. From Rochester, New York. Hi, Alan. Yes, uh, and I've been listening to your show for a while, but I, I've never heard you mention anything about the, the about the spider sliders. Spider sliders. Spi- oh, spider sliders. Yes. It is, I, I'll admit I've been doing some research on my own, but I, I, I have found that the meat that White Castle uses for their sliders is actually spider meat. Oh, wow. That's, yeah, I've heard this. I, I heard that they do that, and then I heard there's a... Uh, McDonald's that has uh, cockroaches in the McNuggets. I, I mean, yeah, okay. I, 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 I mean, I, don't, I can't speak to that effect. I've never researched the, the McDonald's, but, right. but the the White Castle meat. That, that's why it's never it's it's never solid. Like it came from like a a, a full size animal. So are these the same spiders that are spying on us for the NSA? Okay, I, I, I can't speak to that effect, but it, it's possible that like if they were the spies, it could be the ones that were caught. Okay. But, okay. So it's like retired spiders. But it would have to be a, a great number of of caught spiders. So right, I think right. that's just why you know spiders in general, like black widows and brown recluses, that get right. churned up and become the 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 white castle slider patties. So you're saying it's venomous spiders that they use? I, I would have thought maybe spiders. Maybe maybe tarantulas, which I've actually heard taste like soft shell crab. Ew. To be to be completely honest, I mean, you may have added to my research because if they were using, in fact, you know, venomous spiders, it would explain the effect that White Castle burgers have on you. I've I've heard that I've I've personally never tried White Castle. Yep. Um, that's a cherry that I never need to pop. But uh, I, I've heard that it can have an adverse effect on people's well, digestive sh- tracts. Sheila and I went to White Castle on our first date. Yeah, you did. And uh, set the precedent w- for the whole well, relationship. Yeah, yes. because we we ended up messing up her car. I've I've done that myself before. Uh, the the first time I, I tried White Castle, I, I I had to run for the toilet, but I missed, and I just got the whole bathtub instead. And I I had to settle for the bathtub. Well, I mean, at least then you can use, you rinse it off with it, the water. It, it, so exactly, you... and it was just spraying too far, so I I couldn't contain it in the in the in the adobe anyway. So, I 
I, I, I do believe that these spider sliders are real, in fact, yeah. David. It sounds like they're real. If uh, if any of our listeners happen to work at White Castle Corporate, if you could give us a call and let us know uh, what your recipe is and whether or not it contains spiders, we'd appreciate that. Yeah, we'd love to know, even if you are working for a corporate company. They do taste good, though. I, I did not not enjoy them when I had them the one time. You're terrified of spiders. Aren't you freaked well, out right now? I, I didn't know at the time I was eating spiders. I mean, it's it, it bothers me, but I mean, I also realized that that food was out of my system within 30 minutes of me eating it. I've so. estimated that it takes approximately 840 spiders to make a White Castle Slider Burger. That's, that's a lot that's of spiders. That's a lot of spiders. That sounds like a lot of protein, though. It's a lot of spiders. All right. Well, thank you, Alan. Uh, your call is greatly appreciated. Spider slider. So it seems like you're 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 less like annoyed by that call than most callers on the show. Um, I mean, I that one was actually plausible. Okay, Roger. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> simply using an ingredient that most people wouldn't expect to cook food is very very different than. Um, Crazy mythological creatures that no one has ever actually seen aside like, from the I don't three like people who call the show. Bandy about the c word like that. <sighs> You're right. Yeah, c word's not cool. All right, I think we have a, another caller. Caller, what is your name and where are you from? One. Hi. Ca- what's your name, caller? Why are you calling me? You called. You called. I, me. You, you called. Did you us, steal yeah. my cat? Because I I don't know what happened to okay, it, and what, there's stuff on the floor. Okay. What's your name? Shh. <laughs> Bailey, who's that? Be, be careful. I think she might be asleep. I'm, I'm not, you woke me up. I was asleep. Wait, did you say your name is Bailey? I was saying my name is Bailey. Hi, Bailey. What what are you calling for? Who are you? I'm David Hickney, host of Freak Did of the Week. I meet you at the bar last night? Mm, I haven't been to a bar in a long time. It's highly un- unlikely. Why, why do I hear another voice? That's my sister. Hi, hi, Bailey. That's Are you weird. okay? Are you like talking to your sister on the phone and you uh, called me? She's in the basement with me, and you called us. I don't know what's happening right now. I mean, like, just I don't. Is there something you wanted to talk Bailey, about? Are you at home right now? You're not like I'm in my driving apartment. or anything, right? I'm okay, in. okay, we were good at to know. The bar. That's fine. Uh huh. I'm so hungover. So, did you encounter some sort of creature? I you talk well. I mean, we're Badger fans. Is that creature? What's a Badger fan? It's a Badger. Somebody that the Badgers are a. Why did you call me again? You called us. That was a good party. Were you there? Still not from there. I don't know. David, maybe you should just hang up. I, I, I think I, she's I feel, just drunk. I want to know about Badger fans. Are these fans that are made of Badgers? No, they, it's Badgers. A sports team. What's a, there's a sports team. Bailey, get some water and lay down, sweetie. Okay, thanks, Mom. Bye. You're welcome. But it, call us back when when you you have more information on Badger fans. I feel like there was David, something you, important. You grasp there. at anything, anything what are you talking except about? She reality. She said Badger fans. She I've said it. I explained to you what it is. Yeah, but sports. Yes. Who would call sports. them sports? Who would call their team Badgers? Some team. I don't know where they're from. I don't follow sports. I just feel like that's a terrible name for a team, Badgers. Now, if they were the Honey well, Badgers, better than the Redskins. Well, that's true. That's just ridiculously racist. Yep. Somebody should tell those people not to be assholes. Yep. Anyway, uh, I think we have another caller. Caller, what's your name and where are you from? Hi, this is Jacob from Newark. Hey, Jacob. Jacob from Newark. That's right. Not New York, Newark. Newark. So New Jersey. Yeah, I, I know where Newark. Correct. Is. 
I was just verifying. Okay, which uh, you have a question? Snotty with me. Well, I was wondering if you had uh, ever been to New Jersey and uh, gone off the, the Jersey Turnpike, uh, exit 36, uh, there's a, a flea circus. Wait, a, an actual flea circus? Like, with real fleas? Not only is it a real flea circus, these fleas are like, I don't know if you know about, uh, if you know about New Jersey, but a lo- right. there's a lot of uh, speculation that there's uh, some toxic waste being dumped there. So uh, the fleas they got at the flea circus, they're like three foot ten. Oh, my God. They're, yeah. They're massive fleas. I mean, they're not exactly uh, limber. Okay. I mean, they're, they're stout, uh, but they're three foot ten, and uh, they don't really do any of the, the high wire stuff. But uh, they they all fit in the in the in the clown car just mm-hmm. fine and uh, nah. and uh, you know they got the, the the hoop of fire they jump through and uh, so, no that's cool so is this like a just something you're, you think we should check out and see because it's entertaining yeah it's like a, it, it'd be a cool thing if you ever just road trip in or something uh, a cool thing to check out why don't we do this Elizabeth why don't we do this before we go to Canada we'll go to New Jersey because check it's out the flea on circus. The way. And then, and then drive to Wisconsin Canada border in the middle of Lake Superior, and and find find Sheila, and then maybe go back to New Jersey because I'm sure she'll want to see it. I can't imagine anyone not wanting to see this. Right. I mean, they're great. They got these uh, these outfits. Uh, they the these tight. Uh, they it's weird. They dressed up like bumblebees. Nice. Which is weird because I mean you're already a like a bug no it's very heavy like uh, with the wings which don't really work because they're kind of too heavy for the wings to be supporting them mm-hmm. but uh yeah they they don't really do a lot of it they're not all that impressive physically but it's just like whoa it's a it's a mutant flea doing tricks i mean that sounds pretty entertaining it's it's, it's a three foot tall flea bee yeah dressed up as a yeah they dress up in the flea in a bumblebee outfits and uh, Bum- bumblebee like the insect or bumblebee like the no like the insect. It's a transformer. A uh, transformer is like a. I, I work for the electric company. Yeah. And, you know you're, oh, you're you remember when you heard yeah, that yeah. big boom last yeah. week yeah. and the power went out. Oh, yeah. that was that super supersonic jet that went through. That was yeah. It was like it was like stop screaming or something. It was crazy. That's, yeah. that's weird. I, yeah. You know what? We should go to that that steakhouse and get a prime rib too. Prime? Yeah. Yeah. Mm, Prime's not really optimal. I think I'd much prefer filet mignon. Whatever. We'll get some steaks. Kay. We'll go to New Jersey. Check out this flea circus. Save Sheila. You're going to be able go... to leave the house to go on a road trip? I mean, you'll have to put me in the trunk. But uh, then then we'll go back to New Jersey, watch can, the flea I circus with Sheila. David, I can't cross international borders with you in the trunk. Why not? Well, first of all, we need to get you a passport. Oh, no, that's not happening. Well, you can't go to Canada without a passport. My wife is in Canada. Look, you can bring Mark along, too. I won't hit him, I swear. Well, that's just great to know. I mean, you need to spend more time with Mark anyway, so it's a great chance to... All right, to why don't him. you go to Canada by yourself, then? How How am I going to drive the car if I'm in the trunk? Oh, you thought that you were so great for taking Mark's car to get me a cake, like, a month ago. Well, that was... A mile away. It's not like Canada. Okay, so you're admitting that you're not better. Better than what? Better than a person who rides in a trunk with a seatbelt and uh, lives in his sister's can't basement. See me on the satellite if I'm in the trunk. You really think that you don't have a heat signature? 
No, because I wrap myself in foil. So when you cook a baked potato, you also wrap it in foil. Right, but but heat heat vision gets bounced off of the the facets of the foil. That's why foil, because it's crinkly, creates facets. It's kind of like stealth technology. It, You're it, it bounces supposed off of to be it. smart, David, and that makes absolutely no logical or scientific sense. It makes every kind of sense. No. All right, we're going to take a break. Uh, we'll be back in just a minute. Uh, listen to some words from our sponsors. Greetings, Earther scum. Hey, friend, don't despair. No need to slit any throats yet. Do you find that you're suffering from a lack of insanity? A lack of hilarity. I've got a solution for you. It's perfectly natural. It's Mr. Wiggly's Moist and Happy Friendship Garden. You aren't going to like it. What? What is it? It's a new sketch comedy podcast from Memoriam Development and the DVMPE. I came up with these shitty names. Everyone is so damn sensitive these days. What can you expect out of Mr. Wiggly's Moist and Happy Friendship Garden? We know to dissolve teeth on contact. Goddamn gross is what it is. Well, this sucks. Ah, applesauce. That's what this stuff is? Really makes people uncomfortable. Hmm, I like it. Keep going. Mr. Wiggly will make you say... Don't fuck them. In front of Grandma. Oh, God, no. I'm not a monster. Now you're getting violent. Oh, God, really? Okay, wrap it up. You're not cleaning that up again. All right, we're back, true believers. Um, Elizabeth, I feel like we're we're not only learning a lot from our callers, oh, but yeah. I think we're learning a lot about each other in this episode. Oh, it's yeah. just the two of us and Roger here. Mm-hmm. Why are you sounding so sarcastic? I didn't know you could pick up on sarcasm. I thought you took everything at face value. Why are you being mean to me today? I'm not being mean to you. Oh, God. Seriously? I brought you fresh laundry. I made you fried chicken. It's good fried chicken. I know. You're a very good cook, I Elizabeth know. Marin. I see. I say nice things to you. You get angry at me, David. Yes. Where's Roger? Right here. Right here. Why? No, David. Where is Roger? What do you mean? He's not where he normally is. Well, what? What are you? Are you worried? Did about you her? lose Roger? No, Roger. You know, Roger likes to go off and do things on his own sometimes. All right. He's probably getting some chocolate hummus or something. Chocolate hummus. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That sounded disgusting. He loved it. I'm worried of some of the things that you feed him, that he's going to die and you're not going to be able to handle it. He feeds himself on those things. I give him bee heads and he does whatever else he wants. All right. You know that. He's, He's his own mantis. He is his own mantis. Lovely play on words. I wasn't trying to play words. You play that words on your phone, don't you? Sometimes. Yeah, I've, you keep talking about that. What is that? Word. I mean, that would require you to look at a cell phone. Well, no, so. I'm not asking if I should play it. Words I'm just with saying, friends? I'm just curious. I want to know more. Scrabble. Okay. It's online Scrabble. So why don't you just do, do it on a board, on a table, like a n- normal person? Because that limits my options as to who I can play with. You play with me. Yes, but you use a lot of made-up words, like... Uh, <laughs> The sentient bong water and the vapor. I'm pretty sure vapor and sentient and bong and water are all real words. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, is it because I always win at Scrabble? Is that why you don't play with me anymore? If winning means that you're down by two points and you flip the board like a Monopoly table. Yeah. 
That, sure, then. That's, that's totally winning. And then every time I come down here to record one of these episodes, I step on the little tiles. Well, that's your fault. You should be looking where you're walking. I do look where I'm walking. Well, then how do you step on the tiles? Because they're everywhere. Ugh, you're just... You, you, you gotta let me be me. Sure. I let you be you? No, you don't. How do I not let you be you? You're constantly undermining me. I don't... What? Constantly. You're doing it right now. How? How? Yeah. By everything that I say, you have to twist it around into me being something awful. I've never said you're awful. You imply it because regularly. I, because I said you should walk where you're, watch where you're stepping? No, not because you said I should. Well, partly, yeah. You flip things over. Yeah. Make a mess. Win. In the place uh-huh. that I let you live in. Yeah. Then I come in, I say something about the mess because I think right. that you should be taking care of yourself and the place that you live in. Somehow it's uh-huh. my fault because I should be watching where I'm stepping. I feel like you have a lot of repressed anger towards me for some reason. I think I made that very, very clear a while back. I don't really want to revisit that. All right, we have a caller. Caller, what's your name and where are you from? Oh, uh, yeah. Hi, I'm uh, Lexi Wemp. Uh, Lexi Wemp? Wemp. 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 I'm uh, from uh, Bogota, Kansas. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, I'd just like to talk about the flat earth controversy a bit. Flat earth controversy. Oh, yeah. flat earthers. Good lord. Uh, no, no. I'm not. I don't believe that the earth is flat. I, that's just a ridiculous. Right. I, I actually. Ridiculous. It's actually the shape of a hand grenade. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I knew we weren't going to get away with which it kind being of normal. like the smooth round hand grenade or the pineapple hand grenade? Like the uh, the classic pineapple hand grenade okay. that you yeah. would see back in the war, uh, and uh, you know it, the reason that uh, you know all these uh, quote scientists are talking about global warming is uh, just because the pin has been popped. And, uh, yeah, see, that's it. And we are set to explode in three galactic seconds. How long is three galactic seconds? That's about 2,000 years. That sounds right. Yeah. I can't really rebut anything that he's saying. I feel like he's speaking in metaphor, but scientifically it makes sense. Let's talk about the shape of the Earth here. Yeah. You don't agree that it's shaped like a hand grenade? I mean, the Earth is round. A hand grenade is mostly round. Right, and the Earth has things like mountains and craters. That, yeah. So it's kind of that bumpy shape. A little bit. Yeah. Like I said, I feel like he's speaking in metaphor. Are we all agreeing uh, on this right now? I, I, I'm not speaking in any kind of metaphorical sense. I'm I'm being quite literal. Oh, that you, is, you, you literally think a, that it's a hand it grenade. It is a hand grenade. In fact, the whole purpose of the Earth is to explode the giant space toad which is out there. Wait, so we're bait? Oh, God. Essentially, essentially we are uh, the great celestial's way of preserving order in the universe. Uh, we have been created uh, to explode, essentially, vermin. We are the Orkin of the cosmos. Wow. What do you have to say about this, Elizabeth? Whatever. What, it's just, isn't that kind of like a beautiful idea? That He's we not have a speaking purpose. in metaphor. He's is speaking literally. But that we have a purpose, that we are going to do some good in the universe. As a, By as dying? A, sometimes great sacrifice is needed. Uh, all life is transitory, so we we do serve a higher purpose. It's, all life is transitory, so uh, do you believe in other life out there? 
uh, other life in terms of what? Uh, because giant... if if the world, if we're the only ones and the world explodes, then you, you really before, reality would cease to exist. You, you said before that you believe there's life outside of Earth. I think there has to be. Right. So I'm asking if he does. Well, I, he's saying the toad exists. That's outside of Earth. Are, are you when the you universe say, toad doesn't exist? When you say other life, are you talking like? Other space giant amphibians, life. Not, not, not really talking like about tadpoles amphibians. or salamanders. No, I mean, I suppose that's possible. Okay, but uh, not within our galaxy because someone besides a few uh, nuts would have probably noticed by now. Nuts. Uh, I I don't know if I like the implication of uh, what your co-host is implying, David. I mean, I. I don't. We're not really implying anything. I'm just making a statement. I, I feel like. Why is there this adversarial feeling all of a sudden? We start off agreeing that the Earth is kind of shaped like a, a hand grenade, with the bumps and the, that was the divots. Until and the, that was when I thought that it was a metaphor. And now that I know that he thinks that the Earth is a hand grenade to blow up a giant space toad, I'm less inclined to agree. Can we meet halfway just once? If there would, well, I sure I'll meet halfway. If you'll meet halfway, okay. So why don't we say that the Earth is a giant hand grenade, but it's not made to destroy the Toad specifically? Is that halfway for you? How about if we say the Earth could be perceived as a giant hand grenade if extraterrestrial life were to see it from outside? Okay, I mean, does that sound? Reasonable, Lexi? I, I, you know, if you're not going to take this seriously, if you're not going to be scientific about the whole thing, uh, I'm going to have to take my uh, theories elsewhere. Who's not taking this seriously? Wait, wait, what do you mean, okay? I think you can take your theories elsewhere. Uh, Again, I don't (sighs) like the implication. There's no implication. You said that if I couldn't take it seriously, you could take your theories elsewhere. I'm not taking you seriously. David, you're... So I think you should take your theories elsewhere. You're a scientist, are you not? I think you're contributing to my brother's mental illness, and I don't appreciate it. David, I I appeal to you as a fellow seeker of truth. Uh, By all means, I I know that there was another caller earlier who had... Uh, said that they would be your co-host. I would suggest, uh, by all means, find yourself another person who understands rational thought and work with them. Oh, and now I'm irrational. Perfect. I, okay, I've never called you irrational. Oh, he just did. I, I know, but I have not. And, and the one thing I need from my co-host is a counterpoint. I need someone who doesn't always agree um, because that's what... What what we need in scientific discussion is is someone who plays basically devil's advocate. So uh, unless I can find someone that can do that as well or better than Elizabeth, I'm kind of stuck with her. It's that simple. Also, I'm his legal guardian, so he yeah, can't yeah, get rid of me. Well, I suppose if that's what you have to do, I'll I'll just have to find some other people who are more open to uh, reason. I guess. Thank you, Lexi. I guess for calling in. I wish we could have found some middle ground. I don't know why that had to happen that way. Uh, All right. um, Look, Elizabeth, I felt like we were really close to finding consensus, and then it kind of blew up, and I don't understand why. Did you listen to the conversation? Yeah. And you don't understand why it blew up? I mean, I just, I'm so... Do you genuinely not understand? How, How do you not understand? 
Excellent rebuttal. <sighs> Even better. We're going to take a caller. Caller, what is your name and where are you from? Hey, uh, what's up? Uh, my name is Tony. Hey, Tony. Hi, Tony. I'm from uh, New York. Hi, Tony from New York. Never would have guessed. We knew a guy yeah. from. We had a guy from Newark on earlier. Yeah, that guy's a piece of shit. Okay, that's oh, weird. Wow. That's a very aggressive. There's no need for that language. Yeah, well, you know, it's a term of endearment over here. You know. Oh, okay. So he's a friendly guy. I get that then. Yeah, you know. So like, I if just... I were like like Elizabeth, you're a piece of shit. That's okay, right? Yeah, that's a, a nice thing. Never say that to me. Okay, I was being nice. I, I think it's a nice gesture. You know. I, I thought it was too, but I guess not. Anyway, what you call about, Tony? You know, I, I just was wondering if you guys have ever uh, thought about doing an episode on the Enchanted Boar of Brooklyn. The Enchanted Boar of Brooklyn. I mean... Yeah. Boar, B-O-A-R or yeah. B-O-R-E? A-R, yeah. Okay, so like a pig. Yeah. Yeah, like a wild pig. Like uh, a wild what, pig, yep. Uh, you don't know about the, the Enchanted Boar? What is the Enchanted Boar of Brooklyn? Uh, yeah, well, it's a boar, you know. And right. it, okay. It goes around Brooklyn, and it enhances fertility of women that it yep. comes in contact with. Everybody knows this. It, um... Clearly yeah. not. It lives It lives off of Dr. Pepper and um, sometimes discarded hot dogs that get, that get left, you sure. know, left around. Yeah, okay. hot dogs and Dr. Pepper. And gives... It's a fertility boar. It's a fertility boar, yeah. Yeah. You, you've never heard of this? I just said that I had never heard of this. I, I mean, uh, did you have a question specifically about the, the boar? No, I just was wondering if you guys were ever going to talk about it. Because I, mean, I never hear it on, on this I've, podcast. I've thought about talking about the enchanted boar of Brooklyn. I, I, I have. Um, there are a lot of fertility creatures and deities out there. Yeah. And so it, it's hard to sometimes pick which one to go with. Um, I, I feel like there are some things within the boroughs of New York that we should talk about on this show. Definitely, yeah. yeah definitely. Um, you know, like the the the, the Queen's uh, death swirl that oh. people don't want to talk about. Yeah, um, nobody wants to say anything about it. Right. It's, it's, it's ridiculous. A, it's important, and so yeah. like uh, it, it's hard for me to decide which things to go on. So it's definitely on the list of things that might be on future episodes. Well, one thing to consider though with this is that the um, boar is allergic to tomatoes. I did not know that. It's allergic yeah. to tomatoes. It's allergic to tomatoes. Okay. So you got to keep it away from tomatoes. It wants to eat tomatoes, though. So it likes just, tomatoes, just, but it makes it feel bad. Yeah, just it makes tomatoes it, or all nightshades? Uh, just just tomatoes, it seems. I don't know. They never really had any like eggplant or anything like that. You so know? it's kind of like a lactose intolerant person that can't stop eating cheese. Yeah, but uh, Yeah, but it breaks out in hives then. You know. Oh, so tomatoes give it hives. Tomatoes gives it hives, and then it doesn't work for the fertility. Then, right? It, I I use this on my wife. Before or after the hives? The, the the tomatoes or the boar? The boar. I mean, we weren't we weren't able to conceive a child, so uh, we just you know we went looking for the boar, and then we found the boar. And how we do rubbed... you how do you summon this boar? I just I'm, I'm just... you find it. He just said looking. Yeah, for it. I was oh, looking you have to for just it. Go look for I was it. out like hunting for it. You know. Yeah, you're I put on him. camo and stuff, you know. It, in, it, in New York? Yeah. yeah. Camo camouflages you in New York? Yeah, I don't know. What's, I don't know exactly what, what the effect camo of camo look like. Probably, probably like, a lot of grays and then like yeah, some spray paint it's colors. It's white. It's white and yeah. Yeah. Okay. Maybe yellow like a taxi. It's got a little bit. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah. A little bit. Sure. A little bit. But, so did it work out? Did you find the boar and then get, get your wife knocked up? Yeah. We had triplets. Triplets, Elizabeth. Yeah. That's amazing. It was. It it's was a, amazing. It's a happy ending to a story of a mythical creature. Well, not mythical. Like like what people would call mythical. Mm-hmm. What do you think about that? 
I think it's probably just a an unattractive fertility doctor. What? What? This this wasn't even able to communicate with us. I mean, and, and how many boars do you know if, running if it, around if it Brooklyn? If couldn't communicate with you, then how did you let it know that you needed to impregnate your wife? No, I just took the thing and I rubbed it up against her leg. That's how it works. You can't get pregnant from rubbing anything. No, on it your increases leg. her fertility. So then, when he has sexual intercourse with his wife, we did. We did yeah. have sexual intercourse. It, it makes yeah. it more likely that you will get pregnant. Yeah. Sure. So is this like a patch? What? It's a pig that rubs up against her leg, and it increases the hormones that that increase the uh, uh, chances of pregnancy in a woman. It, the, you know, and and then you know we took the pig into bed with us, the boar. Oh, see, here we go. Oh. Yeah, and we, uh, you know, we did some ritual magic, you know, to get to to enhance its effects because. We, you know, I mean, we, we went six months. I mean, I was not able to, you know, give her my seed, you know. So, uh, you know, it just kind of, it, it all worked out, though, in the end. You were not I'm really, able really to happy. give her your seed, and then you did give her your seed, and suddenly she got pregnant. I feel like a boar has nothing to do with that. Well, I porked my wife, and then it all just worked out. Uh, I feel like this is just all... A vulgar way of you wanting to tell everyone that you actually got laid. I did once. Once. <laughs> once, and you got her pregnant, the poor I, thing. Because she was already ready because of the boar. Like, he, he could have had sex with her and, and not gotten her pregnant if it weren't for the boar. Except he didn't. Well, that's... He, he seems to think Not conventionally, that no. Okay. Wow. That's a little too much information, even for me, Tony. Um, well, peace out, then, brother. Peace, peace out, brother. Um. Wow. Um. We had you a happy even, story. You even have to see the flaw in this logic. We had a happy story up until you decided to try to pick apart the whole thing. I just wanted to get all the facts, and once I did, I realized it was way too much information. Once you got all the facts, well, you know, if you're abstinent, you're probably not going to get. He wasn't pregnant. abstinent. He just wasn't having conventional sex, apparently. Well, if you don't have conventional vaginal intercourse, you're not going to get someone please, pregnant. Please don't say vaginal on the show. All of the things that are said on the show and the word vaginal is what freaks you out? That's a little creepy. Scientific. Creepy scientific. Vagina. Oh, God. Come on, Elizabeth. This is why Roger's not back yet. Vagina. Oh, I'm going to take one last caller. Mm-hmm. Uh, caller, where are you from, and, and uh, what's your name? Rectum. Hi, this is Mary Rectum's Elwood fine. from Portland, Maine. Hi, Mary from Maine. I am a woodcraft expert, and I okay. was wondering if I could come out there and give you all a seminar. I'm On woodcrafting? Woodcrafting? Yes, it's a very important survival skill. Uh-huh. So okay. when you're on your journey to find all of these creatures... You can survive. Uh, okay. I mean, so like a, a, a whittling uh, tutorial? Whittling? Well, yes. that, that's part of it, of course, but there's trapping and hunting, and I'll teach you to that's make part of your own rope. Well, I, it's for survival, so okay. yes. So you're a survivalist who well, also whittles. Well, that's part of it. She's saying whittling for survival. Yes, to make the tools saying, that you need so to like, survive. If you need to build a bow and arrow. Yes, or a tomahawk, or a machete. Yeah, you have a woodcraft, a machete. <laughs> As we explained to the children, it's like Minecraft, but in real life. Yeah, what's a Minecraft? 
it's it's, it's a, a game. terrible game that children that don't children have any friends enjoy. play. Oh, why aren't they out building their own wooden machetes at this point? That's what they should be doing in the world. Well, in, in Portland, Maine, we teach them to do these things, right. but around the rest of the country, it's not always as acceptable. Exactly. Okay. So, um, yeah. So I was wondering, since I know that. You are a true believer, as you say, well, and I, you call us true believers. Yes, you're the true believers, So yes. you would know these things, David. Right. And I think that you need these skills, and I would be happy to drive my RV out there okay. and teach you some woodcrafting skills. Would, would Elizabeth get to learn woodcrafting I think as well? it's very important that Elizabeth especially take an extensive course and woodcrafting. So do you want to you learn woodcrafting, Elizabeth? We could do it together. We, it could be like a, a sibling class. Yes, Elizabeth, if you can hear, you, you're there, aren't you? I'm still here. I yes, didn't go anywhere. I, I'm, I think that, sorry, dear, but you're probably going to have to take care of your brother. Yes. What? When, yeah, so it, it's okay, David. But, yes, Elizabeth knows. So I think it's very important that Elizabeth especially learn these skills. Okay. We can learn some survival skills together. Awesome. Sure. Great. I, yeah, I think that's great. Uh, you can either come to us or we can meet you, like, halfway, like in New Jersey. To see a flea circus and then learn about woodcrafting. There's some good hunting in New Jersey. I would be open to that. Oh, that's good. See, we're really getting this road trip put together. And then you can meet, uh, you know, someone in real life of the female persuasion. I mean, I've met multiple people. You, you met, you mentioned two before this. Uh, this, they haven't been very recent. <sighs> Fine. I mean, I'm not saying I think that it could I, be good for you. I, you could also come back to our community and meet some of the singles in our group. I'm not You don't know I'm anyone single. named Sunflower, do you? Oh, Sunflower. What a dear soul he is. Okay, I think that maybe this word not... Well, no. you were all oh. for it. Now you're oh, like saying he's no. he's visited us. He, he, he's from California, I believe. Right, from and, Riverside, and we're, California. we're in Maine. So he, right. he yes. So your two groups are not out. affiliated at all. Oh no, dear! But so you're not in a cult, some sort no. of woodworking whittle cult. Oh no, not at all. A little we cult. We just teach practical <laughs> life skills. Whittle cult. Life skills. Look, you're always saying it's important that people learn life skills. It is important that people learn so life skills. So we're gonna do this. We're gonna go. We're gonna go to, to New Jersey. Meet 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 her there, and then we're gonna go. Back to Maine, meet some of the other people. I'm not single, so I mean, I'm more than he happy to meet them, but I'm not going to date them because I have a wife. But then we can go from Maine down back to Wisconsin, up to Lake Superior, where the border is from Canada and, and, and Wisconsin. We could just and then go cross into back. Canada from Maine. That sounds counterintuitive. Then we go back to Maine. we got to go back the same way we came Quebec from. is so beautiful. Back just... to Maine. I heard they speak... French there. Um, they back to Maine, then back down to New Jersey with Sheila so she can watch the Flea Circus too, and then back here to the basement where Sheila and I can get back to our our, our family making. You can get a lot of practice oh, in oh, Canada. and we can stop in Brooklyn, and, and Sheila can have her leg rubbed up against by the, the, the boar. And then she, then we can have kids real quick. You know what? If... That I think that only consensual leg rubbing should take place, so you'll have to talk to Sheila. I'm sure she she'll be for it. No, of course. I'm not going to force a boar on anyone. Especially my wife, but yeah, I mean, if she's into it, I mean, I feel like if she's, she's into she's it, I'm, probably I'm all not, for it. Considering when you decided you wanted to have a family is exactly when she disappeared. She was kidnapped by the mole people. Mm-hmm. It sounds like you have a very busy schedule, so I will just leave my contact information yes. and yes, we I'll will have, get in touch. I'll have Jimmy get it from you uh, when we get off off, off, uh, air. off air. Yeah. yeah, thank you so much, Mary. Oh, thank you. I am super excited about this, Elizabeth. Okay. I mean, what's what's not to be excited about? 
I'm glad that you're looking forward to something, and I'm glad that you'll get to meet someone. We're going to see a flea circus. We're going to learn how to whittle. 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 We're going to go to the Canadian border in Wisconsin. Take a boat. Take a boat. Boat ride. To get there, because that's where the border is. Yep. And then then we're going to find my wife, and we're going to come back. And you know, you know what? I hope we do find Sheila, and she can explain to you that she was not taken by the mole people. Why you gotta? Anyway, I, I'm gonna pretend that she didn't add that last comment, true believers, and wrap up the show there because I feel like I feel like we we're at a good place. So uh, thank you so much for listening. We'll be back next week. I'm David Hickney. Freak of the week was created by me, David Hickney. Apparently, Elizabeth Marin is a character played by Amanda Davila. So where's my actual sister Elizabeth? Is she being swapped with a body snatcher? Is that who this Amanda Davila is? Is a body snatcher? That's crazy. All the experts and phone calls were performed by a cast of actors. What? How is that possible? I don't know who Lindsay Chimilarski, Alan Morgan, Patrick Harrington, Paul Hinnick, and David Musto are. But things are going to get violent. I mean like, really angry violent. The Freak of the Week theme was created by David Vox Muller. Artwork by Nick Mataragas. Freak of the Week was produced by Nick Mataragas and David Vox Mullen. Ha! <laughs> produced. Freak of the Week is a memorial development production distributed by the DVMPE. Memorium Development. Oh.